baby. about to go down, you baby. Come, you gotta come chill with it, baby. You gotta come, come chill with nice it. Nice and easy. Yeah, nice, nice and smooth. Easy. Nice am and I, easy. Am I looking good? Am I looking real good, dude? It's, it's not It's not a hot album. It's It's a cool album. You know what I mean, dude? It is a cool album, yeah. You're looking good, by the way. <laughs> I like surprise, your, surprise, I like, baby. I like your hat. I like your shirt. Yeah. No, it's not a I shirt. I like yours, it's man. It's a jacket. Thanks, man. I got Yo. this for Christmas. It's it's a, a Christmas miracle right there. Yeah, man. My wife got this for me for Christmas. It's nice. Third eye wide open out here, guys. Mm-hmm. You get it? Mm-hmm. Um, hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Gizverse podcast. Yo, uh, we a, here. A podcast completely dedicated to King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, the greatest band on earth. A band and a universe that has created its own universe, but then the fans, they come in and they create shit, and it becomes this like whole other thing, and that's that's the Gizverse, man. Out here making it better, dude. Yeah, dude. Growing it, man. What's Making up, it man? fierce. My name's Tommy O'Neill, and of course, it's your boy Brian Centron, man. You, you know, know, you know, it's just been a little while. It hasn't been that long, man. You you remember your boys, you know. I like the whole trippy setting we got going on this here. Is, isn't it good? Worked hard on it. I like it. I like the the atmosphere. It's got a lot of. Isn't light, it a nice vibe? You, know? you like it? I like it. I, I have the uh, uh uh my my hat on the blinds. I I have like horrible hair right now going on. So <laughs> huh? What do you mean? <laughs> I don't. My hair's looking good right now, dude. Uh, if you, you guys are, are listening to this, you can also check this out on the YouTube. We got this going live right now. Um, if you're listening to this, probably not live for you, though. You're, this is like a SoundCloud listen for you or a, an iTunes listen. Yeah. Right? yeah. Freaky, right? Mm-hmm. It's like a whole other thing, you know? And this is a new year. This is a Gizverse New Year. This is the first Gizverse podcast of the year. Nine, 2019 exclusive gotta get used to saying that that's weird yeah right 2019 man it's only one year so i don't have to get used to it for too long no but. you really don't uh and king gizzard is still out here doing it in the year man absolutely they did a lot last year i mean they sure did for new year's things you know they might have a lot of resolutions that they they want but man they even without putting out a whole bunch of music last year which is oh zero, that new new music I, they just kind of revamped some of their their older stuff and you saw that live you saw a lot of playing with stuff uh, through videos and i mean it we was saw awesome. them, we saw them a couple times so i mean definitely definitely some strangey stuff going on there um, oh, changing yes. it up so uh I, I, they did a lot they toured a lot they were international they had, you know, festivals and, and stuff too, right? Yeah, and it's like it's like beyond what they were. I mean, because obviously they you saw them at the, at, the, at Desert uh, Days. That Desert was a Days. freaking blast. They put on right? a ninety-minute King Gizzard Broadway performance. It felt like uh, mind-numbing stuff. Performance. It was man. It was King Gizzard live after man. the like, Lord of Lightning came out and destroyed the whole Tame Impala set. They sure did. You know Shout what I mean? out. They should be back this year though. Uh, yeah, I, I would hope so. But like beyond, you know, beyond. I mean, yeah, I think they released five albums this year, re-released five albums like that, or last year, excuse me. Th- that's huge. You know what I mean? Right. And then Flightless itself is adding new artists, and those artists are making music. And, right. And we just hear now that the Murlocs, uh, they just dropped a new song today, I think. Yeah, it was today. I just heard that. It was jamming. Like, so, aka US tour for the Murlocs, maybe? Possibly. Bring Baked Beans Possibly. along? And let's have the grooviest concert ever? Just does, that, does that put King Gizzard on the background, though? Because when the Murlocs are touring, I mean, obviously, they're not opening up for King Gizzard. That's a headlining band. That's, they're not, they're not, yeah. not going to go around opening up. And that's like putting in work for uh, Ambrose and Cookie, too. Like, 
couple, you know, two sets in a row or whatever. Right. I mean, nobody would be complaining in that audience for sure, but no. But, you know, <laughs> but the tickets yeah. might get surprisingly a lot more expensive. So, man, I I fear that all the time with uh, not just I mean not just King Gizzard, but with a lot of bands that we support now. You know, they start coming around. They're a little pricier here and then. You right. know, it's like you still you know you gotta with them with, with King Gizzard. It's like. We're down, you know. We're always we're going to be there. You sure, know? sure. But um, but yeah, they, they've been able to keep it in the thirty dollars range. I'm I'm okay with that, man. Right. As much fun as we have all as all those shows, money well spent. I I totally agree with you. Always, we're like, oh, dude, that was such a good time, man. Went crazy, and we were all one, man. And re-releasing the albums, it, it kind of was a big part of last year for them. They've Huge. been teasing it, and then just to actualize it, it felt like. Um, you, you know the uh, the end scenes for the Marvel movies, how they always give you like a little bit of a little bit of a glimpse taste. of the future of what's gonna happen. Uh, it's cool that they did it. They did they did that it on happened. their Instagram, and they uh, they definitely they came through to the fans that wanted it on vinyl and didn't want to pay eight hundred dollars for the original press. Which and, and they really tickled totally. Like they tickled all the fans, as yeah. in like they did the the flightless represses from them directly, which were beautiful. Um, a little more expensive, and you know, for for us U.S. folks, we got to pay for shipping and stuff. But then they did the ATO ones also, so you could literally get these records for twenty bucks. You know, so it's like, as a fan, you can have no complaints. That's awesome, right? You know, and I'm sure they're not complaining because, financially speaking, I'm sure it was a good investment of their time. I I, I agree with you. I think um, Eric made some posts that were positive and saying, you know, how, how awesome he felt like Flightless yeah. did this year um, or t- in 2018. So they, that's, it was a good year awesome, for them, man. man. It's a good year. It's going to keep growing. It's going to keep thriving. Even King Gizzard is the base to this whole thing. You could even encompass those guys in the Gizverse because Eric's in the band. Um, you could make that correlation. I would personally, but, you know, everybody's different. Everybody's <laughs> what different. What do we know? I don't know, man. <laughs> you think two, 2019, we getting an album? We getting two albums? What do you think is going on? See, I I don't know if I personally I'm one of those people that I don't think it's good to expect anything from them either way, right? We've so, already got so much. We've man. already got they enough. They give us so much. We really don't need to. I, I don't just enjoy what we have right now. I think is the best way to really enjoy the band. Um, some yeah. people might disagree with that. Some people it's like, give us more. Give what are you talking more, about, man? You crazy? More, more, more. But I mean, it helps when you know when bands like I mean, the Bay Rainbow had an album last year. You know the uh, you know what I mean? It's like it's like uh, the the Baked Beans album was maybe my favorite album of last year. Like it's it's up there. Mm-hmm. So it's like you know, Flightless is still giving us super quality stuff. Like Leah Senior just dropped an album like a couple days ago, I think. Like yeah, there's you know stuff stuff's moving. So even if you're not getting your Gizzard, you're still getting your Flightless stuff, and that's banging it's all banging i agree i agree um if and that's as as the gizverse kind of keeps manifesting of of itself it's just gonna keep the fans going and having them more entertained the support is here man yeah support is here yeah yeah it's cool to see them continuously growing i think this year i'm i agree with you i like your vision of just let it happen, man. Like, don't when no they, expectations. Because I want the album to be great. So, like, I want it to be when they're inspired, and yes. like they've seemed to put a lot out there and on the table. And I, I mean, I, I've done that in certain parts of my life. You know, whether it be in music or comedy or you know writing or whatever the case right. might be, where I exhaust myself and I'm like, Beating bro, it up. I, Getting I it out there. I don't have anything left. I can repeat yeah. the things that I'm doing, but I can't. I can't really reinvest. So. 
and what I've learned to what I said is just like sit in it and enjoy it. And right. I feel like they did that this last year. They playing music differently. Stu was singing stuff in different tones and like right. different octaves and playing with it. He's and, like trying to keep it fun for right for him and them and and everybody. Like, and doing their catalog is ferocious. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they can you, for them to switch it up a little bit. Number one, they obviously can attain that no problem. Number two, the fans. Eat it up, man. Like when when you throw something wacky that you didn't think you would hear, like you're like, oh damn. We saw some of the videos from um from Gizfest and they're playing like stressing and stuff like that. Like right. huh? Like that's awesome. You know, yeah. that, that's super cool. And everybody in the crowd's like, Oh, what's going on? This is awesome. So yeah, that's that's neat. Um so if they dude, if they wanna do you think we'll see a US tour? That's, again this year that i think is the uh, the deeper question is like what are they going to do tour wise um are they going to keep going as hard as they're going because they have they mention it in so many albums how kind of like sick of the touring they are and i i, I don't know how m- move. much of one i think one of two things is going to pop either they're their immense amount of touring is in festivals that they're doing on yeah. top of the touring is versus the giz fest like either that's gonna go or the touring's gonna go for a year and i don't yeah, know i don't know oh. which one's gonna crack but that's also pure speculation these guys blow my mind all the time all, so all maybe time. not maybe not yeah and it's like i i guess it kind of depends on what they're up to right now and stuff you know you think of like lucas and stuff as like a a small child now is like married and stuff you know so it's like i uh, man the, the road is tough but also these guys are Growing clearly up. These are grown folks that are addicted to music. You yeah. know what I mean? Like they they love the grind, even when it's oh man, let's take a break. I, I can't see these guys just taking a break for a year, a year and a half. You know what I mean? Like right. it seems like th- there's like a bug in them that has to put stuff out. And I know what you mean. I we appreciate mean. it. Yeah. Um. All right. We are 11 minutes in, and I like that we kind of uh, b- blew a little bit of time of on on what they did last year because uh, the, the album that we're here to talk about today, it, it's not. That it's a short album necessarily, but no. it, it's only got four songs on it. All right, and you might think, oh man, that's a that's a short little EP, you know, four songs, cool, man. And it's not totally it's, chill. It's actually a full length album, forty minutes and forty seconds, exactly. Which boom, that's a good old album right there. When you take the name Quarters, Quarters. obviously oh, you man. cut that up in fours, and it's perfectly ten minutes and ten seconds. Uh, that's like the the per thing, song. Yeah, it's the, lovely. The thing that everybody knows about that, right? That's not yes. a secret. That's that not is like absolutely a, not a secret. That's like when people know about Nonagon being a never ending album, right? It's yes. Like, yeah. Of course. Yeah, bro. Welcome to the Gizmers. You see, man. Welcome to it, brother. Lord Stew, man. Quarters uh, being the sixth full length album that was released on May first, two thousand fifteen. It was a good year for the Giz, man. Yeah, it really was. Uh, and I, that's when they were kind of on the roll of releasing these big, 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 big albums, you know. And it, this one was mad different from everything that they did before. This is a more of a chill, head boppy, hip shaky type of thing. Very much on thing. purpose, yeah. Yeah, like, pull out your joints in the middle of our show type deal. totally vibe, man. Let it ride, dude. Right. And that it's kind of pers- – I, I mean, I say that as a personal – Attachment That's to what it. happens every single time, right? <laughs> Usually, when people when they play the song, not only do we, but the whole audience is like ripping out a joint because it's always madness pride or that. And right. that's a quarter song is always the like, ah, yes, cool. Let's let's take a break and then let's turn it back up a little bit. But yeah, for 10 minutes, it's a nice 10 minute intermission. To I swear, in Atlanta, dude, when when they played at the Variety Funhouse, is that what it was? Variety Playhouse, Funhouse. 
when that song came out, I, I felt like they put the AC on. Dude, I swear it was like, whoa, is this cold in here all of a sudden, man? The like, air cleared out a little like, bit. Oh, you damn, this a little is, bit better. This is cool, man. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it, was, it was pretty hilarious. It is funny when that happens in the middle. Like, because there are times where it just feels like I'm going to die in the middle of their show. And I'm okay. Like, that'd yeah, be fine. Sure. You know, we're we're going <laughs> we're gonna to figure it out. Get trampled. But yo, you guys heard what happened to Tommy and Brian? Like, yeah. They, they died, died at King Gizzard, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, done. no shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm cool with it, man. There is. Um, this, I, I do feel like this is when they start to tap on the jazz fusion acid rocky type stuff um, where rock. you can feel them maybe blending with Alex from Mild High in the future. Um, <laughs> or maybe that Stu started listening to that homeboy during that time frame. I don't know. I'd have to look at the album releases and when uh, what a crazy Alex started playing. It's like when I heard Quarters, I never thought that would be in a thing that could happen. You know what I mean? Like not could happen, but that they would – those two bands that I well, – well, Alex, I guess you could say, but like two people that I mess with very heavy making an album together. But anyways, that sketches done that. Been there, done that. You know. Yeah. Um, if you guys want to check that out. Oh, by the way, um, before we get too far into the album, if you uh, don't mind, we have weirdly enough sixty nine subscribers on our Ow! on our YouTube channel. You get it? Uh, it? That is hilarious, and I do enjoy whoever's like keeping that up. Uh, but if you guys want, you can subscribe there. You get these videos, updates. Uh, we do have that podcast on there, the Sketches podcast. Yeah. We also have That's that. Well, that was on, a fun one on SoundCloud and iTunes. So if you guys want to go check those out, make sure to subscribe. That way, you guys get all those uploaded, and they're just kind of like on there whenever you guys want to take a look at. You know, you're like, eh, what about sketches? Let's go get, take, uh, take a look. Countdown. Maybe after Remember? this one, you want to you go, yeah, go do the sketches. <laughs> Got um, a groove. All right, so. Let's get really into the bare bones of this. Let's start going song by song. I, I, yeah. I, I'm going to encourage us to take our time. I think we should take our time with these. The album takes its time. But I don't want to overdo it, if that makes sense. Sure. Like, yeah, okay. Let's really d- dive deep into every single 10-minute track, every minute of every track. Yeah, no, I feel you. The River. Psst. It is one of the most known King Gizzard songs that is out there. For a good reason. It is the mo- one of the more easy listening King Gizzard songs no out there. No question about I, it. If I, could, if I may. If I may. You know what I mean? Arguably, whatever. Uh, yes. Um, I, I, the- I told you earlier that I showed my dad the KEXP of this song. Oh, you showed him the live. I, the I live, you just yeah. showed him the, the, the song. I didn't know it was the KEXP. He likes the live, so particularly showed him like the live version of, of just that, you know, not the mindful stuff, but just quarters, and he was like, man, real music still exists, with a little bit of a Hispanic accent, you know what I mean? But I was like, damn, you yeah. get it, Dad. Yeah. It's, it's good. It's a groovy tune that, like, teeters on, on the dad rock thing in, in the best way possible. If, if your dad was cool with the 60s, then yes. Um, like Hotel California and shit. Yes. Know? Yeah. <laughs> and, and rhythmic. And your dad's cool with jazz, too. It does have a, I don't want to say a Latin vibe, you know, but but uh, it does. Like in certain parts, it, it's very groovy. Yeah. How, how Latin music is. Yeah. So, yeah I, yeah. I knew he would connect with it. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, you're usually good at picking out when people yeah. are going to enjoy songs. Yes, I yeah. think so. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. King Gizzard's tough when, you, when you're trying to guess people. It, it is a specificity. But the river is one that encompasses so many people. Um, yeah. Why do you think that is? It, it just has a nice positive vibe, man. You know what I mean? I, that, that's, such a, that's, that's such a corny. It is really chill, man. It's chill as can be. But... It's smooth, man. It, it it's it's comforting, also, you know. And it's like it's like you said, if you're introducing it to somebody, it's like, okay. This is the band, cool, cool, cool. And then you will soon learn that they're way more than the river. But it's like 
and I, I say this about King Gizzard a lot, but this song, to have this in your in your catalog, it's like, man, this would be so many bands' biggest song ever. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, this would be... Dude, the, the, this <laughs> I prefer this over Hotel California. You know what I'm saying? So I'm saying like, if this was an Eagle song, you'd be like, bro, The River, like that's the craziest song ever. Like, and yeah. weirdly enough, I would say that you probably heard The River equally to Hotel California as many times. I, I, Maybe, I, I, man. I, I've heard The River so many times, man. I don't know what that is. Yeah. For sure. And, and I th- it's become one of those that are so good that it's like overrated underrated kind of thing sure i i understand what you, you know mean. yeah it's like now i mean I, I i mentioned this previous year before i purchased the represses and stuff i tried not to listen to those albums till i had them you know like oddmans float along stuff like that you know right to give it a full like a nice clear first time listen especially when vinyls you know it's your first time yeah. listening to a, a, a good on vinyl you know? exactly and i had did the same with uh with this album too with quarters and hearing it today you know we always listen to the album like right before we do the podcast and stuff and and you know it's funny as i came in with my like old critiques i was like here we go man i'm ready to take some hot takes on this album and i heard it i was like damn Shit is great, man. This album's so good. <laughs> you know, it's so damn good. Mm-hmm. The river being probably the number one. Probably the number one. For you. No. I think it's the best song on the album, but it's not my favorite song. Not on the your album. favorite song on the album. No. Okay. That's weird. Yeah, right. Freaky right? Freaky naughty. Freaky naughty. Real freaky naughty. <laughs> so uh can can you you kind of expand on that a little bit more. Or you want to wait till we get to your favorite song to expand on that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll do that. Um Okay. I feel like if we're talking about the river, there's, you know, every every noob's favorite, you know, the uh, narc comment, the last two minutes of the river. Is your favorite part. Can we talk about how good that is, though? You know what I mean? It's good. It's a reason people talk about it a lot. You really? Know I mean? it's, dude, that shit is great, man. That's jamming. Hmm. I, I would turn it up. If I was in the car, particularly, I had like the... I like the beginning. Oh, yeah. No, the beginning is... I like the beginning. <laughs> it, it's all great. I like the middle. I, I like it all, man. I like all the quarters of the river. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. For sure, man. For sure. Every every little stream. But that last two minutes, particularly on the KEXP, I had it on, on a CD in my car. Thanks, Joe. Appreciate you, man. That was very nice of you to do. I would rip that up to 140 on my on my CD player on the whip, man. I'm saying? Fire, baby. I even told my dad, I was like, yo, the last two minutes, though? <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It's good. <laughs> I'm kind of on your dad's tip on that one. Uh, I like the whole song, uh, Encompassed. Uh, it's really good. I like how it bounces in and out, you know, much like a river does. Uh, it, it flows. Um, and I think the reference, not... I don't think I'm making a giant leap here, but he's talking about life, just kind of going with the flow a little bit, letting, trusting life sometimes, take the things that are a little bit more risky, um, and you'll be rewarded. Um, uh, similar to the uh, Muddy Waters theme, and he even mentions in, Stu mentions in Muddy Water, uh, the river is immortal. Boom, I agree, boom. I agree. Um, Keeps on rolling, baby. And I, I think, Melt your little zone. The references to ice, trying to sink into the water flow. Um, it's, I mean, it's real blatant with it, and this album yeah. is real blatant with the themes. I don't, I don't think it's, it's trying to hide behind anything. This isn't trying to, no, this isn't breaking down Polygon Wanaland. You know what I mean? We're <laughs> right, really trying to search for the meaning underneath What's going the meaning. On here, man? Right. Um, it, it, it obviously is, in my opinion, a way of calming you down and, and. In times of stress, 
in life. Like, you know, when something big's happening, it's easy to freak out and just not go with it. And you freak out and just like, oh, never. I'm just not going to do it. Never mind. Oh, and then you, you just stay in your little box and you don't end up expanding your world. Trust in the river, brother. You got to trust in the river sometimes. Melt inside the water. And it might be a little cold at first. It really will be, you know. But uh, do a little Wim Hof breathing, you know. And then, boom, you, you, you warm up. And then out of nowhere, you're swimming Brand around. New. And then you're fucking, you're doing it, I'm dude. Just grooving. And then by then, you're at the last two minutes. And you're just really grooving, you're you know. Vibing. Vibing, baby. Vibing. You know, an- another, speaking of vibing, another reason this song sticks out pretty well is the music video man the video is mm. great like Tasty. especially we're talking about like introducing it to somebody who's trying to introduce the giz correct me if i'm wrong the only music video from this album yes yeah I yeah think so right man there'd be some other ones that'd be really cool man sure boy sure. Oh boy but that one's yeah it's it shows them kind of like walking around like in like the outside At and first. stuff yeah and yeah yeah it's it's kind of like in a crazy camera angle, so it was really cool. It, it feels disappears and comes back. It goes yeah. in this like cartoon world. The, the anime, then, the little little gators like walking around. Yeah, it's a it's a really really cool is video. Is that the intro to the gator? Is that the first uh, uh, sighting of the gator? I don't. Oh man, I don't know. I I, I doubt it. Mm, me too. Right? I don't think so. I think we just got to do more research on that. I, yeah. I, it's more a question. So if you guys know out there in the Gizverse, holla at, at your boys. boys. Let us know, and we'll Boop. throw you a shout out. Shout out. Um, all right. I, I mean, I, I liked how we talked about it. I feel like we wrapped that one what up What more nice. can be said about the river, man? Uh, if you, if, if, yeah, dude. It's, everybody likes it. So it's like, what, what am I going to complain about it? The only complaint that I had was that it was like, I get, I'm hearing it every single time I go live. That there's, was the thing, yeah. There's more songs to be played on this album to be chill on. And there's other chill minutes. songs that are, and they're not playing the full 10 minutes granted like i had never seen them play the full i don't think that i've ever seen know, them play man. the full song live maybe it in uh at the uh um at this guy when we went to san fran maybe um but I, I i don't i don't remember they played i felt like a really long version that night you know what's cool they're doing now is they're playing um the river and it's funny i'm talking about the the last two minutes being really tight and that turns into wah wah so it goes from like the river, and man, does that flow ever so nicely? That right. that's crazy, man. That sounds really, really cool. Really coming from them playing with their tunes and and having fun with their catalog for sure. Yeah, man, it's neat. Band, it really is neat. Awesome. Um, all right, well, let's move forward here. Um, one of the songs that we actually got a question on here that uh, we should address, um, maybe kind of like right now. Um, yeah. It's uh, from a boy Spring King at Spring King uh, on hey, Instagram. What's uh, good, dude? Hit us up. He said uh, he wanted to kind of know our opinion on Infinite Rise, um, what we thought about it. It's some people's, uh, according to him, uh, he felt like it's some people's um, least favorite track on the album. Uh, what do we think about it? And maybe address why it, it could be some people's least favorite track on the album. Um, I, I can feel that. I can see it. It gets a little, for me, it's a little repetitive. Yeah. Um, my, my initial complaint about quarters after hearing it a bunch of times back in the day was like the album could have been, each song could have been five minutes and five seconds. It's definitely a jammy song. So like jazz and shit like that. That's the, that's, I would say that heavy influence is the repetition in it. It it, it is a repetitious type of format for sure and uh let me like i just you know i take that back from time to time but it's like if this album mm-hmm. was 20 minutes and 20 seconds yeah as opposed to 40 40 
th- this song is the only one that really makes me think that. Okay. I'm like, you know, uh, it's a little too, like, on like Stu's very much singing with the beat, which he does very often, which is a lot yeah. of people's critique of King Gizzard or Stu, which is kind of funny, I guess. Well, most people go with the melody, and Stu actually right. sings with rhythm. Yes. It's a, it is unusual, but it, it is kind of what makes him unique to Ambrose and Cookie. And like, <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what brings that dynamic out between Joey and all everybody else. So um, my, my kind of critique of the song is the thing that makes it uh, the infinite rise. Uh, I, I, mm-hmm. I do after doing a little research. Um, that first note that's played is called a shepherd note, and the visual of it is just like this infinite rising redness, and then blue in the background. So I think that's where they get the name from. I'm guessing. I mean, I don't know this totally, awesome. but uh, a shepherd tone. Um, that I don't know. I didn't know this. I did some. I, I did some looking it up. Uh, it's a tone comprised of shine, sin, oh, I'm sorry, sine waves that appear to continually ascend and descend without ever reaching a peak um, or a, a, a balcony or a, a bottom, whatever you call that. Hmm. Um, hmm. It's of course like an illusion. So it's like the visual things when you're seeing like uh, you know the cartoons like ever changing flowers and stuff like that kaleidoscope type right, right. type deals. That that's more what it is for for visuals. It's just a pattern spanning um, at the same time with sets of different octaves. So that intro part that that kind of annoys me the most about the song. <laughs> that's the part that interestingly enough I hate about the song, but it is what gives it its name and essence. Oh, that's funny. So, yeah. Um, so the subtle sonic reference uh, gives away the themes kind of like through the lyrics as well. Um, and I, I, you kind of touched on the uh, the lyrics a little bit. And I, I said this while we were listening to it, that it does, when you just read <laughs> the lyrics, it sounds like a, uh, a funny uh, Def Jam uh, <laughs> right. poem. Uh, it does, yeah. Days drop, hearts stop. Days we traveled and hearts unraveled. Ooh. Heart attack. Hit me back, pig sty, don't cry. Get it. Cat's eyes, capsize. Damn. Oh. Okay, okay, okay. I see you, bro. So I see it, you. It, it is really going with the rhythm of the song. Um, well, and, and you said that, and I kind of had a yeah, it's true. And uh, reading, it was like we're, I was sitting here reading all the lyrics from here and reading all the credits and stuff. And uh, yeah, it's this was they recorded this in, in New York, and you could totally you could hear that. I, I, then I was like, "Damn!" Did they record each song in a different location? I think like three, uh, the three of them were in in New York, so in like different places. And one I can't remember where the fourth might have been. Did you say um, a ski lodge? Yeah, one was in a ski lodge. Yeah, yeah, for sure in in New York, which is awesome. Uh, but then one of the my favorite little one little verse there was, uh, "Look smart, make art, golden dragon, subway tagging, go nuts, make fuss. What's more, what's it all? What's it for right now? It's like." That's that sounds very like it being in Chinatown or something, seeing the train New tagged York, up and yeah. stuff. It, it felt pretty eighties New York, and I see that kind of eighties rap to it. Like that's funny. Oh, drag it! I like the uh, sell soul, keep whole, make some money, eat some honey, make friend, keep them. I like that sim- <laughs> simple nice. kind of like smooth and easy. That's life, man. That's life right there, dude. That's life. Sell a little bit of your soul. Try to keep it whole. Make some money. Eat some honey, daddy. That's it, man. That's it. Milk and honey, brother. Yeah, infinitely rising and falling, just uh, which kind of is a theme uh, present in this one and the next one, and even the the last song too. It it really is this. Uh, it, you could even say the river too. This 
repetitious feeling of going in and out, in and out, in and out, in and out. And it's always the same. It's, it's always coming in and out, living and dying, birthing and death, that kind of feeling, if that makes sense at all. King Gizzard style. Yeah, King Gizzard style. I feel like if you've listened to some of our other podcasts, you can correlate that with some of the other songs that we've had uh, discussions about. Um, so all in all, were you, were you putting Infinite Rise on this album probably my uh third or fourth favorite song but definitely not up top um man um yeah i think let's do that at the end let's do that at the end okay Um, but i like i like where your head's at with that you Um, see where i'm at because it's such a short album i feel like we can rate the songs uh normally we wouldn't do that but that's I, i like where your head's at with that it has almost like a you know Maybe because it's like dreary out right now in LA, which is really unusual. It's been raining for like right. a week straight. Right. But it has almost like an eerie vibe. Um, it does. And yeah, it's th- interesting. Those tones really produce that. They really make you feel eerie. Like a positively eerie. Yeah, it's weird. It's a weird little little twist. It just depends on depends on your mind state. But I can see people digging it. It's a good it's a good ass song. But well, it it feels like a long one. It, Ten minutes. Big old song for ten minutes. Got it. I I, I I appreciate your critique on that. I do. Um, the next song on there is kind of, I I would say different. It's it takes a step in a different direction, at least from the uh, the previous one. Um, God is in the rhythm. Um, and I think Ruby. right off the bat, everybody knows the many references to religion that is present in King Gizzard. And oh, yeah. Maybe at the time of this album release, you really you don't know yet how Stu and the boys are sitting on this. But in the late game, at this point, we can look back and kind of see that by God, he definitely means the earth and like life and the movement of stuff. Uh, um, the mother, the mother nature. Yeah, whatever the life force is, whatever's pushing right. everything forward and uh, moving it in a cyclical pattern, whatever that is. Um, he doesn't mean God. The river, man. Correct. The river seems to be the God force. That could be one. He definitely has a lot of references and closeness with that. Um Death and life through the river, uh, for sure. Um, this one's pretty straightforward. Yes, uh, I I like you starting that with the uh, because I mean you could easily look at it and see the and look at that. I mean it's called God is in the rhythm, so it's like, uh, yeah, I, I could see you seeing it in like spiritual and connecting it with like your religion and stuff. But like you said, knowing the stew aspect of stuff, that's not the case, especially knowing now. Their love of like science fiction and stuff, particularly Stu's love of science fiction and stuff. I, I would say it would. It's like the complete opposite. It's like telling them, um, God, hey, it's God's in the rhythm. He's not like in the clouds, like up there. Like God's everywhere. Uh, he's, he's around with, us. He's all of us type deal. Like I think that's what the message of it is. It's not. But yeah, you're totally right. You can misread that. But knowing where I think they sit this late in the game, it's easy to see now versus then because i saw some people online hating on other people's comments on it and it's just like all right <laughs> hey, cal- calm down gizverse calm down you just gotta yell at everybody for their you know opinions 